a full turn. Madeline tried to concentrate, but it was as if her mind had been swept clean of any more prayers or psalms. She swayed the candle to and fro and looked at Clara, who indicated that she should keep on praying. But I trust you, Lord. You are my God. Our destiny lies in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of my enemies and persecutors. Let your light shine upon your servants. Help us in our hour of need. Lord, I call on you to not let us fail, because failing would be... With a rapid, violent movement, Clara turned her arm and pulled the baby, slipping it out of the womb. Agnes arched her back and screamed in agony as Madeline dropped the candle in fright. She hastily beat out the flames with her apron. Everything went quiet. Madeline looked anxiously over Clara's shoulders as she placed her hand over the infant's nose and eyes and blew into its mouth with all her might. After a terrifying few moments, the child began to cry lustily. Agnes's lips quivered. She was too exhausted to focus on her newborn. Elated, Clara shrouded the little boy in fresh sheets and pressed him close to her body. Then she got up and showed the child to Madeline with a thankful grin. You saved this baby's life with your calming voice and prayers. Now we must take care of Agnes so that we can lay the baby on her breast. Madeline stood and pulled up Agnes's seemingly lifeless body with one arm, the other wrapping around the back of her neck. She rearranged a stack of cushions before gently letting the new mother sink back against them. Weakened, Agnes could barely open her eyes as Madeline situated her. Clara laid the baby boy on Agnes's breast and held him tight until the newborn latched onto his mother's nipple. Agnes slowly came to and smiled gratefully when she felt his tiny lips at her breast. She embraced her son for the first time as he suckled peacefully. The wondrous feeling of birth made the difficult labor and threat of death seem like a hundred years in the past. Deep happiness coursed through her body. Madeline could have remained there for hours, just to admire the peaceful image of mother and child, alive and well. You have a beautiful son. What will you call him? Felix, Agnes answered, after considering the question briefly. That means happy, doesn't it? Madeline asked. Yes, Agnes said. It's fitting. It's a happy miracle that he and I survived. I'll never forget you both as long as I live. Clara smiled. Hundreds, if not thousands, of women had said the same, though they didn't seem to remember when Clara struggled to survive the harsh winter months. She looked at Madeline, whose earnest expression suggested she believed Agnes's words. Still, Clara wouldn't say anything. It was Madeline's first time assisting with a birth. Sooner or later, the thirteen-year-old would learn that women promised a lot in the afterglow of a successful childbirth. But they forgot those promises just as quickly. Life was like that. Chapter One Four years later, Heidelberg, in the year of our Lord, 1388. Madeline strolled around the market with her basket. She should have been dead tired since she'd barely slept a wink last night after helping Clara with yet another birth. Everything went off without a hitch. No wonder, as this was the woman's eighth child. Finally, after seven boys, she'd been blessed with a little girl. Madeline had been thrilled with the outcome, assuming the mother must have ardently longed for a girl. But she didn't seem to care whether it was a boy or a girl. Nevertheless, no matter how many times Madeline attended a birth, she always felt as though she had witnessed a miracle. At this particular birth, it wasn't even necessary for her to light a candle or speak softly as usual. 
Clara had warned Madeline many times that her work could be interpreted as some sort of witchcraft. She may very well be called to account for it. But Madeline remained firmly convinced that women appreciated the calming effect that she provided in the special hours of childbirth. These women would never dream of speaking ill of her. On the contrary, she'd already worked with many women who had several births behind them, and she'd expertly calmed them down during labor. This spared them undue pain and increased their chances of survival. But Clara had her doubts. She'd often experienced the women's elation and gratitude, but those moments didn't last long. Still, everything had gone pretty well so far. Even Clara was forced to admit that many difficult births only went well because of Madeline's ability to deal calmly with the women, putting them into a kind of a reverie. Clara couldn't say how her young friend did what she did. In some ways, she didn't want to know, for the influence of the devil couldn't be entirely ruled out. It was now autumn. The farmers had begun to harvest their crops a few